0: We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590
1: The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
0: There it is, Smash. REO Speedwagon. Man. I can't fight this feeling anymore. Playing at the Ozarks Amphitheater last yeah. weekend,
2: for the Gary Richrath, that's who I was trying to think about the, their their guitar player, man. That dude was ferocious. And they started in Champaign,
0: Illinois. Yeah, that's where exactly they got their right. start.
2: At the Red Lion? Red
0: Lion. And you know, now there is a bar called the Red Lion. Oh, really? It replaced the bar I used to frequent yeah. called Station. It's now yeah. called the
2: Red Lion. Yeah. Um, what years were while. you at the, uh, frequenting the red line? Uh,
0: 2003 to 2007. Oh, 2003,
2: <laughs> I <guess. That's laughs> so, Baby diaper stuff, man. And Come now on. obviously, I not, obviously
0: I was not consuming alcohol there until I turned 21. Oh, obviously. That's the thing about champagne. You could get into the bars when you're 19. Yeah. Oh. So then once you're in, I mean, it was kind of a free for all, yeah. but it was also a racket because what they would do is they'd That's let right, you in you at could. 19. That's right. You, you could, could only buy beer when you were 21. So you'd have a 21 wristband. Yeah. But then everyone would just bring the beer back to the table, yeah, and the exactly. 19-year-olds, other than me, would yeah. partake in the illegal drinking. But, of course. And then they would let cops in yeah. to raid the place and give kids that didn't have wristbands $300 tickets for underage drinking. Yeah. Quite a
2: racket. Yeah.
0: By Champaign County there. And they call it the bar business. The bar business. <laughs> the bar business. <laughs> but I feel like today, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess people still... Use fake IDs to go and drink uh, underage at at bars and whatnot. Oh, all the time. I mean, I feel like there's just. I mean, do you feel like there's just like a lawlessness pervading our society right now? Like like fireworks, for example. Yeah, we talked about the Fourth of July. Oh yeah, and I remember back in the day, like nobody had these kind of fireworks that you see today, and now it's like they're
2: everywhere. Let me tell you this, man. I was at the house uh, in Belleville, uh-huh. and uh, all I got to say is fireworks going off like in the neighborhood you have a few fireworks sure these were like actual bombs and i (laughs) thought i was in kabul (laughs) and and, and then the u.s was bombing me (laughs) i know it was astounding and i'm i'm thinking what if one of these lands close to the house because i don't know where they're throwing these things you know right i mean it shook the house this one bomb it was astounding man Hey, but that's uh, the modern day. You know, back in our day, we used to have these things you light the end and it turned into a long snake. It (laughs) goes, and a snake would come out at the end. We had little sparklers. We were happy and all that. Nowadays, they got actual bombs. The closest we came was like maybe a cherry bomb or an M80 or something like that. Or a Roman candle. Or a Roman candle, yes. But. These things were actual bombs, man. Bombs.
1: Man, it was scary. I think the pandemic just escalated everything because last year you had so many people who were doing it on their own who might not otherwise have thought about Mm -hmm. it since there were no professional displays. I did it last year for the first time, actually. On your own? Like, I bought from a
0: certain former employee of the station who... uh, (laughs) was somehow had some some off-the-market fireworks. And, I mean, I had never purchased those kind before. Yeah, right. I mean, it was, like, kind of scary to – I mean, one of them, like, didn't – one of them didn't uh, shoot into the air. Yeah. So it just, like,
2: blew up on the – dangerous. Yeah, yeah, really dangerous. But Really dangerous. And
0: I saw where the city of St. Louis had, like, a –
1: something like 120 calls for injuries and things for fireworks. yeah, there were – few fires in St. Charles County. Yeah. And, of course, if you're looking nationwide, the tragic accident in Minnesota oh. where oh, right. Blue Jackets goaltender Mathis Lennox wow. died at Manny Legacy's place. His yeah. goaltending coach, the former Blues, it was just an unfortunate firework accident. I think he was sitting in a hot tub and a firework misfired. So yep.
0: Landed right in his chest. Oh, yes. did it really? Yeah. I thought he fell trying to get
1: away. That or was something? the initial report, but once they and looked in into chest. it, they saw that he died of chest and other injuries oh directly caused by the explosion.
0: Yeah, it's really, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, But like the, this, the lawlessness that seems to have sort of, am I wrong here? I mean, I just feel like there's like these kinds of crimes that used to people would be like, oh, I'm not going to do that because it's illegal yeah. now because I feel like the cops don't feel emboldened to do their job. Right, exactly There's just like no real threat of getting in trouble for anything anymore. And I think
1: people now pick and choose what laws they want to follow because Ah, no matter how righteous someone says they are, it's funny, people always want to bend the law, whether it's conservative or liberal. I'm not trying to make this partisan, Mm -hmm. but always try to bend it to pick and choose when they want to be law and order, we're going to stick by the book, and when it's like, okay, the book's wrong here. Right, it's
0: Um, like gambling, right? Gambling, you know, now is... Kind of mainstream, why, yeah, you know, sports right. betting. Sports betting has become legalized. Where and all that. It was stuff. illegal for the right, most part if you right. were outside Nevada. Right. But people still did the office pools for March Madness, and that's still yeah. quote, quote unquote illegal. But they're willing to do it. And now it's like our society seems to just kind of accept what used to be perceived as vice, you know, vices like mm-hmm. gambling and things like yeah. that. Gambling, legalized fireworks, yeah. hot. You yeah. know, you know what Without regard for whether it's good for society.
2: You know why? Because it's the don't bother me attitude. Just stay away with your crap from me. And we got no problem. And that's the attitude now. It's almost like you depend on uh, these various folks like the cops to take care of you. The cops, they don't want to deal with this crap that they got to deal with because they do their job and that's next time. They're, you know, maligned for it. It's right. Kind of like, how are you going to work like well, that? Well, we saw
0: sort of a crazy incident when we were down in Florida. <laughs> there was, so we heard all this, comm- we were sitting out on a balcony and we heard all this commotion, right? We we're right on A1A, off mm-hmm. A1A, which mm-hmm. is the main right. beach highway. And we hear this commotion. I hear somebody yelling like, like hey, drone, drone, pick me up, pick me up, man. And this guy came cruising by on an ATV. Yeah, I don't know if he stole it or what, but he, he came through this parking lot that was right here. <laughs> His buddy's yelling. At him, he's yelling at his buddy to jump on. His buddy jumps on. There's two Broward County cops, sheriff's deputies, on ATVs converging really? on him, wow. telling them to stop. Yeah, and they're not listening. And like these cops, you can tell these sheriff's deputies, you can tell, like they don't really know what to do. Yeah, right. But like there are also pedestrians walking around. It was a very dangerous situation, and we're just sitting there watching. And my 5 year olds sitting there seeing it. We're like, how do you explain to him what just happened? Right. And they literally take off headed north on A1A. Yeah. The two sheriff's deputies. On on in pursuit, so I'm assuming they like radioed forward. But like again, in that situation, if you're the cop, these guys are break. If presumably they did something to break the law, and if nothing else, they were weaving in and out of traffic, driving up on the sidewalk, scaring pedestrians. But what are you gonna do as a sheriff? What are you gonna like shoot their tires out? Are you gonna are you gonna use force to stop them? No, and because they're afraid to do their job, mm-hmm. and the crime, the criminals know this. They know that yeah. like cops aren't gonna chase them or not pursue them, as some of these cities have you know enacted. Policies where they tell this, you know, police not to chase people. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's led to this sort of emboldened. Like, criminals have become emboldened yeah. to just sort of do whatever they want and feel like they're not going to get in trouble for it.
2: Well, it's like you riding down Manchester Road on your lawn boy oh, on and, my easy and go. going as fast as you can. Smash. And it's the same type of thing, man. I'll never forget when the cops converged on you. I just kept driving. Smash.
0: I don't need association. I was mid-sip, but I felt compelled to defend myself. My golf is cart stiff. is 100% street legal within the confines of my community. It's uh-huh. got seatbelts, headlights, blinkers, a golf v- cart with rear view belt? mirrors. So I'll, I'll take your defamatory statement about me breaking the law <laughs> under, I'll, I'll just set that aside. But it's 100%, <laughs> defaming you. 100% legal. So don't bring that in my kitchen. Uh, but speaking of crime, I mean, yes. St. Louis obviously is experiencing a significant <laughs> crime wave. At the same time, we're going to get $500 million from the federal government, okay, in COVID stimulus. Yes. And there's a debate right now about what to do with that money. <clears throat> Tashara Jones, the mayor, mm-hmm. part of what she wants to do is give – she wants to just give away 500 bucks to city residents All to make sports, over some yeah, Right. Whereas the Board of Aldermen President, Louis Reed, wants to be more strategic about, hey, how do we invest this money yeah. for the future of the city to – you know, help redevelop blighted areas and things sure. like that. So that's an ongoing dispute. I personally agree with uh, President Reid. Like, this money is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for the city right. to build long-lasting investments that may spur economic growth and, and generate uh, real, you know, long-term-lasting economic well, opportunity for people. yeah. And also an opportunity to invest in police and crime, sure. you know, fighting crime and public safety. And I just fear that nothing... Substantial is going to come of this. The, the money will be somehow squandered or, or not used in a way that's really going to be beneficial. And then us as federal taxpayers are on the hook for $500
2: million. I ain't belittling the city, but I would like to say if you're going to take that money and do stuff with it, take a little bit of it, buy some Dutch boy paint or some of that bear paint or whatever it is. And paint that humongous government building that's, like, been tarnished by the weather all these decades and everything. You know
0: what I'm talking no, about? No, which one? It's
2: where all the governmental stuff happens. The, at, are you talking about... Um, it looks like somebody... City Hall? On Tucker? It's on Tucker, Where the yeah, mayor's office is? Exactly right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, why they don't paint that place, I have no idea, man. Because it's like... And <laughs> it's I got all the green r- stuff straight. Yeah, it's kind of like, hey, this ain't, like, uh, California. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't get away with that stuff. Here, I'm surprised nobody. So take a portion of that $500 million and paint this place up. Sally. what would you
1: do with the money? Oh, I would invest it all. I, w- I wouldn't spend an ounce on the city. No, I'm just k- kidding there. But, <laughs> not I, I, but Not a bad idea. may put it away. not a bad idea. A rainy day fund? Exactly. I think that both Lewis Reed and Mayor Jones really need to come together and talk. Now, granted, I've been hearing more from the Jones camp. But they're saying that, oh, Lewis Reed wouldn't even come to meet. How can you get anything done if you can't have the head of the Board of Aldermen and the mayor of St. Louis yeah. at least sit down to discuss issues? They may not see eye to eye on everything, but if you can, at least meet, discuss, and try to find a common ground. And again, as we were kind of talking about earlier with issues of lawlessness, the grand old question, how does this make us better as a city? Well,
0: the problem is you have a mayor, Mayor Jones, who— open invitation to come on the show anytime you want mm-hmm. to, to talk with us about where you're coming from. But when you have someone who's so focused on the social, ju- quote unquote, social justice issues and you know, they want to have social workers, not police and all these things to, to, you know, that's not going to, that's not going to solve the issue. People don't want to go to the city of St. Louis because they're afraid. So the city
2: is dangerous right now. Can I tell you one thing? I went into the city by accident because <laughs> I missed my, my exit. Uh, and I wound up on Jefferson, so I'm I'm on Jefferson, and I'm trying to come back. Well, the road is closed right there to get back on the highway because yeah, they're see, building the stadium. Yeah, the MLS right? stadium. So I go in through downtown. So I wind up, in fact, it's right in front of the keel, all right? And I'm stopped there. And I had three, three, I don't know what you call them, uh, guys who knock on your windows and say, give me some money. Those yeah. These kind of panhandlers, guys. Panhandlers. Yeah. Panhandlers, panhandlers. And They, because I didn't give them no money, because in all honesty, I don't carry cash with me no more, man. So I ain't got no money. So uh, they start getting mad at me, start banging on my car. And and I tell you what, I'm not an afraid guy, but if I had to get out, I'd get out. However, there's people out there that don't want that happening to their situation, especially if they got kids in the car, man. So somebody needs to do something about them panhandlers, and they
1: ain't doing nothing about them. I agree with a lot of what Mayor Jones has to say about needing social initiatives. where well, you live in, to, in the city, on, don't you? Let me, let me finish where I'm going. Let me finish where I'm there, going. Are you a I'm city going. resident? Yes. I, I do have a dwelling in the city. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. I mean, we won't get into specific specifics, but... <laughs> Sleeping bag somewhere? <laughs> maybe, but that's for another show on another day. But Certainly. I, I like a lot of what Mayor Jones has to say, but her biggest problem... To accomplish a lot of what she wants to do, it's basically robbing Peter to pay Paul. You know, seeing Mm -hmm. her refuse tax initiatives for development, you know, in the Cortex District, in the Central Corridor, saying we need to focus more on North and St. Louis. Well... I agree. You do need to focus more on North St. Louis, but you can't cut off the area of the city that's thriving to try to stimulate somewhere else. And that's where it comes to with the policing. I agree. You need more social workers. You need to get to the grassroots. But at the same time, if you don't have the central police force and have them properly trained, certified and staffed, then you're just creating more problems. See, for me, it
0: all boils down to education. Like to me, there's this idea. I think that many people, you know, in a lot of these communities. I mean, they don't have hope. There's like little, there's Agreed. little to no hope yep. of ever escaping right. their current situation. And there's a breakdown of the family that's a huge issue. Yep. Mm-hmm. You've got, you've got crime where, you know, kids, and, and the pandemic's a great example. I'm like, I don't think we even understand or can fathom yet how damaging the COVID pandemic, the, the lockdowns have been mm-hmm. on kids who their only real opportunity or outlet away from that. The the violence and the, the the bad stuff that goes on is going to school every day. Yeah, getting three three meals. A lot of these kids get three meals a day at, at school, and if they're not given that opportunity, like I just worry that we haven't even begun to scratch the surface on how bad right. the long term impacts are going to be. So I'd rather I haven't heard anyone really talk about investing in education, giving kids hope, giving kids opportunities to go out and work and see, hey, the value of working hard to make money, give them yeah. opportunities, and th- this idea like, oh, we're gonna redevelop, you know. North St. Louis or something like that. Like yeah. when you've got a downtown that's completely crumbling yeah. because of crime. I mean, you got like to Sally's point. I think you do have to focus on the protecting the areas that actually do have money invested, right. rather than these pie in the sky ideas of what well, we're going to go redevelop north of Delmar and it's going to be some. Yeah.
2: Great, you know, attractive place for new business. That's just not that new soccer stadium coming in. You better do something with downtown, man. Well, that's right. Nobody gonna come to the soccer stadium. I think
0: that's part of what they're trying to do. The people, you know, the tailors and others are trying to set, you know, develop that midtown area so you have a, you know, you can, if you can connect downtown, yeah, like start at the arch and move west, Mm -hmm. downtown Mm -hmm. through mid, you know, through ballpark village, the new soccer stadium, yeah jefferson right. through midtown slough like then you got something you the can really area you can really sort of hang your head on and say yeah. hey we've got a really strong central corridor right. that other things can kind of grow off of yeah that that's that's what i would do if i was yep. focusing on something i'd say we've got to address crime but they're not willing to do that the, the Mar- mayor jones i think i think president reed is serious about it i think mayor jones just talks she, she she rat- rattles off the you know AOC talking points of you know social justice and you know abolish the you know defund the police and all these things. But it's like if you're a business and you hear that, it's like why would I invest a dime in the city? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, That's we're right. also gonna treat your employees like dirt and we're not gonna refund yeah. earnings tax for days they worked outside the city. For more information, you can visit stlrefund.com to learn more about the lawsuit. But I mean, that does go to the issue, which is like if you treat people like that. As the city, yeah. there are so many other options for you to to where you want to have your business, mm-hmm. where you want your people to be. I mean, you don't really need to choose the city anymore. The days of needing the city. The city needs you more than you need the city at this mm-hmm. point. That's just the fact.
2: Well, I got lost when I uh, was, like, stopped at that stop, and these guys are accosting me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in my younger days, I might have gone out and challenged them or something. But I don't need a headache. No. You I don't need killed. a headache. Yeah. And plus, I'm lost anyhow, because I ain't been to downtown St. Louis in a long time. <laughs> Because I just don't want to go downtown. Right. And uh, and I got lost downtown. I'm going one way on some, uh, uh, the wrong way on a one-way street. So this cop pulls up behind me on a bicycle. Another cop pulls coming towards me on a bicycle. And I said, fellas, I'm just lost, man. I, I'm not being, you know, abrasive. <laughs> sir, or, do you know where you're, do you know your address? <laughs> you know where you are, sir. I, said, I am in downtown St. Louis, but I am lost. It's been a long time since I've been downtown is what I told the cop. And they escorted me to the right street and said, go this way, and you can get across the bridge and get into Illinois, which was what I was trying to do sir do you live by yourself is there anyone we can is there anyone we can call for you before in a basement you yes, don't
1: have a I phone do. with a GPS yes I do in a basement Solly. okay the I, phone doesn't work I think we need to remember too like you were saying though about businesses wanting to invest in the city it more than just hurts the city yeah. it hurts us area wide yeah. and I think first oh, and yeah. foremost is Centene threatening to pull out of the whole area and it's not just the city but they've got a large presence in Clayton too yeah uh, don't I, you know what they're pulling uh, out though yeah, aren't they I mean that, that I mean it th- may th- be th- an excuse but the overall the overall theory and overall philosophy of when an area gets a bad reputation and it yeah. can start in the city, it can affect beyond that, even if we know it's not true.
0: Well, we talked about that before. I mean, since, yeah, they're wanting to, they, they claim, oh, they can't recruit, you know, they can't yeah. recruit high level executives. They want to come to St. Louis, but they also decided, you know, having one of the executive prospects' wife take the metro from the airport. Probably not a great idea if you're trying to recruit people. All maybe send right. them right. a chauffeur. Right. Right. But I, I mean, the points are well taken. Yes, crime, everyone should be concerned about crime. Nobody wants to live. In a place where you know you're afraid of your, afraid for your safety, yeah, and that's what I feel like increasingly as a society, like that's becoming a bigger and bigger issue, and mm-hmm. no one really see, no one in power really seems to be doing anything to, to address it, at least mm-hmm. here locally in St. Louis.
2: Do you think the criminals are afraid of crime? No. Well,
0: yes, yes, I do actually. So, well, let me take it back. I think the pockets where crime is the worst, yeah, the people who live there are. I do not want police defunded. They want police presence because sure. they're afraid. They're yeah. the ones who are at most risk of them being harmed or their family being harmed by crime. That's mm-hmm. what's so counterproductive with people like Tashara Jones saying, defund the police. Like, of all places where people want the police, it's in places where, you know, there's shootings every night. There's, you know, in Chicago where there's, you know, yeah. dozens of people get shot every weekend. And I mean, those are the places where you want tough, you know, you want to be tough on crime because sure. it does deter people from doing these things if people feel like they're not going to be prosecuted or not get in trouble for shooting or killing people
2: then it's going to happen a lot more often how about in uh, california where they'll let them go even though they broke in and and ransacked a place and they catch them a day or two later but they let them go no
0: it's it's crazy yeah judges are just as responsible you know you got the the you know no cash bail that that's part of the aoc right you know the what do they call them the the posse or what, what's what's the AOC? Well, that, I mean, the whole Squad. progressive Black Lives Matter, one of their big things is like getting rid of bail. So they want people who are charged with serious crimes just to be able to walk free after they're arrested. Well, that's crazy because right. it's been shown time and time again that they'll go out and commit another crime. Yeah. Even before even before trial on their existing charges. Right so, on. I mean, there are safeguards in place to make sure that someone who's, you know, you can have a, a preliminary hearing. I mean, there are things that can protect someone who's maybe innocent from sitting in jail while waiting for trial uh, there's a right to a jury you know, a speedy trial that's why we have a right to a speedy trial mm-hmm. under the Constitution so this idea that like bail is somehow oppressive or racist is just insane because there's a legitimate purpose behind putting someone in right. jail when they're facing serious charges while they await trial because they could pose a risk to you know to, to
2: others in the community to me the movie Robocop was ahead of its time. <laughs> is that, right. is that we're on the edge of robocop man of having
0: yeah robocop robot police officer exactly or, yeah. maybe something we can invest the 500 million dollars in <laughs> all
1: right Except you're listening RoboCop. to the mark milton
0: show with the smash broadcasting from the miller furniture studios presented by stltaxler.com miller furniture with three convenient locations for pretty much anyone in the st louis area yep. you can check them out in belleville lake st louis And now their new store in Ellisville, 1.2 miles east of Clarkson Road, right on Manchester. You can't miss it. Uh, Be sure to check them out online, too, anytime. MillerFurniture.com. It's M-U-E-L-L-E-R Furniture.com for all their latest deals and specials. Smash, and I've I've said this to you before, there's not a better furniture store, in my opinion, in the country, to find American-made furniture, high quality, good price, good value, right? It's not cheap but it's yeah. a great value for what you're getting because you're exactly. getting furniture that will last you a lifetime in many cases. It's an cases.
2: investment of sorts.
0: And it's also American-made. Yeah. Uh, most of the most of their stuff is American-made. And uh, during the pandemic, you know, we've heard about a lot of shortages on furniture and other things. They've got probably as big of a selection of in-stock furniture ready for immediate delivery that you will find. So if you're in the market, be sure to check out Miller Furniture. It's M-U-E-L-L-E-R furniture.com.